What's happening, you beautiful souls? Welcome to the Blissful Balance Podcast. I am Amanda Riley, and today we are going to talk about soulmates. We often only speak of soulmates in reference to lovers, right? Like how often do you hear other people reference soulmates? Do you believe in soulmates? He's my soulmate. She's my soulmate. It's it's typically referenced in the form of lovers, but soulmates do not only come in the lover form. Soulmates are humans you come across that are a part of your soul tribe in that spiritual world. In the spiritual world, our soul has time to evaluate and choose lessons that will be learned during this human journey. In soul land, these lessons seem like a great idea, much like the learn, expand, and grow um, podcast that I did. Um, these lessons seem like a great idea. Like, yeah, I want to learn self-forgiveness. Yeah, I want to learn forgiveness on others. I need to learn compassion. I need to learn patience. Although it seems fantastic, right? Um, but in the f- human form, these lessons can show up extremely painful. If we can get to the point that every experience is actually a learning opportunity that our soul asked for in the spirit world, we can start to alleviate, alleviate some of this very extreme pain. So we have soulmates that are part of our soul tribe, and we have other souls that have agreed to help us teach teach us lessons. Um, so in the book, Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortar, she describes this, and I've, I've broken this down in podcasts prior, but she describes this is the bus stop experience. You're at the bus stop and you're like, oh, I need to learn forgiveness. I think I'm going to have a drunk driver end up killing my family so I can learn the deepest level of forgiveness. Who wants to be the drunk driver? And at the bus stop, everybody's like, uh, not me. Who would want to sign up for that? And then finally, a soul steps forward and says, I have to learn self-forgiveness. I'll do it. And you make this agreement at the bus stop. And then you get to earth and your energy is splattered into the human form and some of these agreements aren't conscious in the mind. So while it seems like a horrible act, it is something your soul signed up for at the bus stop. And this can almost become gross if you think about, oh, I signed up to have cancer. Oh, I signed up to lose a child. Oh, I signed up. I don't know exactly what you signed up for, but your soul is here to learn and it is creating experiences for you to learn. The other piece that I have adapted is that I don't have to learn my lessons through pain and agony. I can learn my lessons through ease and grace. And when you choose this, you shift your vibration and you can experience life possibly in a different matter. Or if you just have the viewpoint of every single thing that happens to you is a teachable moment for your soul, an opportunity to expand, then just like mistakes, these lessons can be learning opportunities. Okay, so that that's off on a tangent. Let's get back to the point of soulmates are part of the soul tribe, and we have other souls that just agreed to help teach us lessons. Okay, now some come for a reason, some come for a season and some come for a lifetime. The reasons come and leave swiftly to teach us. They can even be a single chance encounter, which I don't believe in chance at all. Everything is 
happening at perfect divine timing, these lessons can appear painful or we can choose to take what they taught us and allow ourselves to grow and prepare for the next lesson. So those are those are reasons, okay? The reasons, reasons, season, lifetime, I'm encountering people. Reasons, they come swiftly to teach a lesson and then they leave swiftly. They're, they're around quickly. Seasons stay a little bit longer than reasons. Whether it be for an actual season or a period of time, months, years, they too have arrived to teach us lessons that we signed up for in soul land. They typically make a deeper impact on us than a reason would, and sometimes can choose to teach us multiple lessons, or we have decided to have multiple lessons taught by that person. Okay, then we have our lifetimers. These are the ones we agree to find while in soul land and enjoy this earthbound journey experience with. They will teach us multiple lessons and those lessons will be delivered with love and grace. They help us become better people. There is a deep connection with lifetimers. We did not come here to suffer. We came here to learn, grow, and explore. We are here to love and we are here to serve. We are here to heal from soul injuries that could have happened in any earthbound experience. And we are here to help others heal from their soul journeys while we heal ours. Soul injuries can come in the form of generational bondage as well. So your soul can have a lesson that comes from a human generation and it's a soul injury that you must handle. Okay, um, and side note on some of this, this is going to go off on another little little side note tangent on here because this is a very complicated subject and I have gathered a lot of data, a lot of podcasts, lots of books, lots of deep conversations with trusted people. Um, yeah, so lots of information to this is my belief. This is where I sit. This is what resonates with me. This is what makes the most sense. And in all honesty, when it comes to religion and spirituality, flat out, we don't know. Okay. That's why there's wars on religion. That's why religion has caused more death than anything else. More wars, more bloodshed. So knowing that I will never debate these things. I will merely discuss these things because no one knows the truth. Even if you are a devout Christian and the Lord Jesus Christ is your savior, that is what you choose to believe. That does not mean that is the truth. Is there truth in it? Possibly. Is it the truth? Possibly. But is it a lie? Possibly. All right, so I was raised Catholic and I spent most of the days questioning things in my head, but never feeling like I knew enough to question things out loud. When I did comment on things that I questioned that didn't make sense to me, it would be shut down pretty quickly. A Bible verse would be thrown at me or I would even get to the point of being told like, it is what it is and you're almost sinning even questioning it. Like all humans coming from Adam and Eve, like, like one day, bam, there's just two humans and from their two sons, the world was populated. There's some missing pieces in there and I've thought that since I was about five. And now in Genesis one twenty seven, let us make man in our image after our likeness to rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the air over livestock and over all of the earth itself and every creature that crawls upon it. All right, 
this is a rhetorical question. This is a question that I'm placing on your heart to think about. Who is us? Who is our? And why on earth did us and our turn into him with a capital H? Isn't it odd that all things the biblical God tells human to watch out for in the devil are the very same things he tells us to worship him for? God is jealous? And why does every religion on the planet have a different God but the same devil? If God is the mighty creator, why did he make us full of sin? How did the perfect God create such imperfect creatures? If God loves us, why would he ask us to sacrifice animals or humans? Why did the Vatican feel it was better to protect the men who hurt the women and the children than to protect the women and the children? Women are literally the creators of life. So why is it the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Where did the feminine energy go and why? Often, I'm told I just don't know enough and then Bible verses are just thrown at me. But these things, these questions should be in your brain. Like, if you are a critical thinker, these questions should be in your brain. Jesus is white. Why do we celebrate Jesus' birthday on Christmas? When all, histori- all historians can say that he was likely born sometime in the spring to early summer. And he certainly was not white. So the very basis of Christianity has two rooted lies. We criticize other belief systems on spirits, yet how did Mary get pregnant again? I ask you to truly ask yourself these questions. I ask you not to recite the bullshit you've been programmed with, but to truly reflect on what I am asking in those questions. My other set of questions. How many books of the Bible have been removed to help keep humanity manipulated and controlled? How many lies have we actually been told? And again, I'm going to go back to the Vatican. How many human beings were involved to cover up centuries of molestation done by priests. How many humans had to be involved to cover up the molestation of children by priests? There isn't an answer to that question because it's all of the higher ups. They all agreed to cover it up. They all agreed to continue to move priests around. They all agreed that it was okay for this to happen. They all allowed it to happen. How many lies have actually been told? I gave you two. Historians know that Jesus was not born around Christmas time. And if you didn't know, the reason why we celebrate his birthday at Christmas time is because that was a major pagan holiday. And in order to convert pagans easily into Christianity, we absorbed their things. Twelve gods and goddesses, uh, and then all of a sudden there's twelve disciples. They didn't even take the statues down, you guys. Come on. All right. Why are our incredible powers hidden from us? Why was the feminine energy absolutely dismissed? And I hear many feminists say it's an attack on women, but it's not an attack on women. It's an attack on humanity. Humanity suffers from this dismissal of feminine energy. It's not just an attack on females. It's not an attack on women. It is an attack on humanity. And religion has been used to manipulate and control us. Religion has been partnered up with powerful things to spread lies and make one feel like there's something wrong wrong with them when things don't make sense. But God is without confusion. The truth is simple. So if questions can't be answered with simple truths, 
we are being lied to. And lastly, isn't interesting that we were told to never discuss religion and politics? Why is that? Think about it. My simple answer is that they knew about the power of community. And if things were discussed, lies would have been exposed. Awakening would have happened with the masses and manipulating, making manipulation control impossible if these things happened. Think about it. Even in Hollywood, Harvey Weinstein, everybody knew what he was doing to those women and nobody stood up. And then finally someone stepped forward and started chirping. And then the Me Too movement started. You guys, these are the type of things like humans are made to love and serve and connect. We are made for it. We are designed for it. So by keeping us divided on bullshit, they can manipulate and control us. Now, let's get back to the thing about us not being here to suffer. We haven't been given the full truth of our abilities to heal. A documented source of information on the true power of healing comes from the Egyptians. So that's the first documented that we... Um, can easily reference. I am very, very certain there is many, many others. That is the direction I've gone. And I realize that the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. So with complete certainty, I can say that there is additional information available, but there are things that the Egyptians knew that they have kept hidden from us and also used against us. Fluoride, lead, Heavy metals, what the sun is, are just examples of some of the things that the Egyptians knew that are causing issues now. And all of this information is locked up in the Vatican. Any connection there? All right. Now that I've stimulated your thoughts and possibly your emotions by questioning these sorts of things, probably ruffled some feathers as well because no one likes their foundational belief system looking bad. May you look at life and see your soulmates and how they fall into a reason, a season, or a lifetime. You can choose to learn lessons with ease and grace or fight them tooth and nail. Either way, the lessons are coming and there really isn't anything you can do to stop them. Your soul knows what it signed up for and it will acquire the lessons one way or another. So, might as well enjoy the ride with your tribe. So, as we close out, as always, there's plenty of more to say about this, but this is a baseline of information is valuable in itself. If you'd like more information or want to connect with me, feel free to reach out via Facebook, Instagram, email through my website, amandarileywellness.com. My mission is to ignite whatever is in you so you can shed what no longer serves you and step into the awesomeness of your divine badass self while sharing the unique gifts that have been placed within you to love and serve others for the highest good of all. And with that, I tune out.